sponsored by Capital Access Alliance. Hey, good morning. I'm Playbook co-author Rachel Bade. It's Monday, July 17th. And the big talker in politics today is in New Hampshire, where the centrist group No Labels is going to be headlining a big bipartisan event that basically teases out a possible 2024 unity ticket. Of course, Democrats are totally freaking out. A lot of them think that a unity ticket will only help Donald Trump win the White House and be the end of Joe Biden's career. And of course, Joe Manchin, who is always trolling his own party, will be there in person with John Huntsman. And that is going to raise speculation that we could see a Joe Manchin jump into the 2024 presidential campaign. But here in Washington, the big story of the week is actually going to be the House's move to pass the FAA reauthorization. Now, that may seem a little wonky, but with all these flight delays and cancellations over the past year, you should probably listen up because it's going to impact your own travels. Joining me this morning to discuss the reauthorization is transportation reporter Alex Dougherty, who has been following this and reporting on all the ins and outs of the FAA reauthorization for Politico. Alex, good morning. Thank you. So typically, this reauthorization is pretty bipartisan. I think it probably will be in the end. But in the meantime, there's going to be this contentious debate around a number of hot button issues that you've been covering. Tell us a little bit about some of those fights that you've been watching. Yeah, what we expect this week is votes in the House on their final package, ultimately leading toward a conference negotiation, ideally later this summer, but it could stretch into the early fall with the Senate. The most contentious issue that we're going to see this week on both sides of the aisle is going to be the slots at Ronald Reagan National Airport. Congress has the power to decide how many flights can come in and out of that airport and where those flights can come from. There is a perimeter of 1,250 miles. Any flights that are outside of that perimeter, which basically stretches about halfway through Texas, are up to Congress if they want to have exemptions to that perimeter. So It's really an issue that breaks down on regional lines and members of Congress who are aligned with certain airlines. The big fight here is between United Airlines and Delta Airlines. And that really determines where you are on this issue rather than your party affiliation or anything else. Yeah, it's interesting because this is one policy debate where lawmakers, in some ways, you could say they're also looking at their own self-interest in terms of, you know, some members not wanting to get on the highway and stay on the highway for an hour to drive all the way to Dulles to fly home versus Reagan being just a few minutes away from Capitol Hill. So there's also that piece of the debate that this really affects them, right? Yeah, that's the fun part about this issue as a reporter is there's a lot of personal self-interest at play here. Most members of Congress obviously are out there saying, I am going to take this flight because it is good for my commute. John McCain famously years ago, who he was in favor of expanding the number of long-distance flights to Phoenix, he did not take the direct flights that Congress ultimately approved for years. He flew connecting flights that would have been inside the perimeter. But that is ultimately a piece of this here is that it is something that directly affects members of Congress at minimum twice a week. And of course, a lot of the local members from Virginia, Maryland, and of course, a delegate from D.C., Elna Holmes Norton, obviously pushing back on this. I've seen them cite a number of times this, I think it was an FAA memo that said if you increase 
the slots or the number of flights coming in and out by just 20, it would increase delay times by something like 26% just for that day. So a lot of local concern too about other lawmakers wanting to expand this. So the House bill, what is it now on this issue? And the Senate bill, do we know where they're going? And I know there are a number of amendments too that have been filed to increase flights by as many as something like more than 50 new flights a day from DCA? That's right. The the bill that Delta Airlines ultimately backs would allow up to 56 total flights per day. Those would be spread both inside and outside of that perimeter and would be split among different airlines. It's not, you know, 56 flights to Los Angeles or California for Delta. It's a little bit more spread around than that. But currently there's nothing in either bill about this issue. The okay. House bill was silent on it, mostly to get them through the markup quickly. Now members have their chance on the floor to debate this issue. And I think Chairman Sam Graves of the Transportation Committee, the Republican in charge of this process, is willing to have that debate on the floor. He has not weighed in one way or the other. There are members on both parties that are on either side of this. There's bipartisan amendments that would add flights. There's bipartisan amendments that would essentially give DOT more power to not expand flights and actually take some of that power away from Congress. So it'll be really interesting to see how this plays out in the Rules Committee and ultimately on the floor this week. In the Senate, we don't have a markup yet. We may have one on Wednesday, most likely, if we get one this week. The Senate bill also did not have language on this. Reportedly, there was an agreement between Commerce Committee Chair Maria Cantwell and Ranking Member Ted Cruz to add four long-distance flights. We never saw any text of that proposal because the actual amendment that was supposed to happen last month ultimately didn't. And so we're waiting to see what that process looks like. Alex, thanks for jumping on this morning. Thank you so much. As for the rest of your schedule today, the House is in tonight. The Senate will also be in this week. The Gold Star families of the 13 service members who died in the disastrous U.S. pullout from Afghanistan will actually be huddling with Speaker Kevin McCarthy. So I think we'll see some headlines out of that. For more, visit politico.com slash playbook. I'm Rachel Bade. Thanks for listening.